This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. First Volvo did it, and now Renault will. We're talking about them spinning off their ICE operations as a separate company. Renault calls its ICE business horse and its BEV business Amphir. Reuters reports that Geely and an unnamed oil company want to invest in horse which will include all of Renault's piston engine and transmission plants in Europe and South America. Remember, Volvo already spun off its ICE business into a new company called Arobay, and Geely is the biggest investor in Arobay. So we would not be surprised to see Geely merge the Volvo and Renault ICE businesses together and create a global piston engine company with a ton of manufacturing scale. It seems like you can't read a report about Chinese automaker BYD without it mentioning that billionaire Warren Buffett is one of its largest shareholders. Well, Buffett just sold off over a million shares, and that sent BYD's stock price tumbling, even though a couple of days ago, BYD reported that it tripled its profits. One Chinese analyst said, that BYD's drop could be a warning sign that a big correction is on the way. Almost all Chinese automakers' stock prices were down on the news. Even so, Buffett's company, Berkshire Hathaway, still owns around 220 million BYD shares and is probably just taking the opportunity to cash out some profits. Toyota has been highly skeptical of consumer demand for EVs and whether the charging infrastructure is ready. It's been promoting hybrids as a better alternative. But it also recognizes that the EV market is growing faster than it expected, and so it's significantly boosting its investment in global battery production. It's going to spend an additional $5.6 billion to increase production at several plants in the U.S. and Japan. $2.5 billion of that will go towards its battery factory in North Carolina, which is on top of the initial $1.3 billion it already announced. No doubt the U.S. Inflation Reduction Act played a big part in that decision. Unless EV batteries are made in the U.S. starting in 2024, automakers don't qualify for battery subsidies. Toyota says it will have a combined capacity to produce up to 40 gigawatt hours in the U.S. and Japan once all the plants are up and running. And to put that in perspective, that's about the same as Tesla's Gigafactory in Nevada. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing. Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. The all-new Ford Mustang will make its global debut in about two weeks. And in an effort to get us more geared up for the event, 
Ford is giving us a quick preview of its V8 exhaust note. Enjoy. And in other Ford news, it's helping businesses look after some of their most important assets, their tools and equipment. Forgetting to bring the right tool or machine for the job is estimated to cost businesses about 450 bucks a year for each vehicle in their fleet. So Ford came up with a way to fit tracking devices to equipment, which connects them to a central server, and that can be accessed by a computer, via the vehicle's in-cabin screen, or on a phone or tablet. A map shows where everything is at. So a company can tell if a tool is at a work site or if it's in a vehicle, or maybe even use the tech to locate stolen equipment. Ford says it plans to do more testing in different markets and that the service will be available to customers, quote, in the near future. Mini is coming out with special edition versions of the three-door, five-door, and Clubman that offer a little more expressive styling. Called the Multi-Tone Edition, their most expressive styling feature is a gradient roof that fades from white to black and is highlighted with an abstract white rainbow, an element which is picked up on other parts of the vehicle. The roof is actually painted using a special wet-on-wet process that allows each color to go on directly one after the other. No word yet on price or availability. Skoda, which is part of the VW Group, says it's going to come out with three all-new, all-electric models as early as 2026. The Vision 7S concept is not only a preview of what one of those vehicles will look like, it's also a preview of Skoda's all-new design language. Built on VW's MEB architecture, the Vision 7S has seating for seven and an 89-kilowatt-hour battery pack that is said to provide over 600 kilometers or 372 miles of range on the WLTP test cycle. The interior is highlighted by a multi-layer dash, which houses a digital display screen that can be rotated between portrait and landscape layout. And the control knobs and buttons are just in front of the armrest on the center console. With global reach across three continents, Tajin Automotive Technologies make vehicles lighter, safer, and more eco-friendly. Tajin Automotive Technologies, the formula for better mobility. Earlier this month, we reported on how Tesla cut the time it takes to get delivery of a new vehicle. And now it cut that time again. Tesla says it now only takes one to four weeks for customers in China to receive a rear drive Model Y. Previously, it was four to eight weeks.
Tesla upgraded its plant in Shanghai, which allowed it to significantly boost production. But customers who ordered a Model 3 or other versions of the Y will still have to wait between 12 to 20 weeks to get their vehicle. There was a time when Cadillac represented the epitome of luxury, but in the 1970s, it started to chase sales volume instead of exclusivity, and that kicked off a long downhill slide. In the late 1990s, John Smith, then head of Cadillac, wanted to turn that around by bringing out the Escalade SUV and kicking off a new design direction called Art and Science. You'd think that General Motors would have rallied behind the effort, but instead, he had to fight tooth and nail every step of the way. John Smith is going to be our guest on AutoLine After Hours tomorrow, and we invite you to join us for what promises to be a fascinating insight of what it takes to fight corporate bureaucracy. ChargePoint, which operates charging networks in North America and Europe, is growing like crazy. But... It's not making any money. It just released its earnings for the first half of the year, and it brought in nearly $190 million in revenue, up an impressive 97% from a year ago. But expenses went up even more, and it lost nearly $182 million, almost $180 million more than last year. These are still very early days for the EV charging startup. And once it fully builds out its nationwide network of chargers, it won't have to spend so heavily. But these numbers show it still has a long way to go before it will turn a profit. And that wraps up today's show. Thank you for joining us. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Experience Dolby Atmos anywhere, anytime. Intrepid Control Systems. Over-the-air engineering. Boost your game. Scheffler. We pioneer motion. And by Tajin Automotive Technologies. The formula for better mobility.